What's happening, everybody? Welcome to the Recovering Hypocrite Podcast. This is episode 22 for January 29th, 2020, and this is going to be a unique episode. I'm your host, Noel Jesse Hakenin, the chief recovering hypocrite on these parts, and I'm also going to be, well, the guest today. And I do this every once in a while. Every once in a while, I stop uh, interviewing people, and I just uh, open the mic and just share about something I've been thinking about, and I figured this was a good week to do that. You see, this Saturday... Uh, uh, February 1st, 2020, is my bookiversary. <laughs> it, it's three years since my first book, Unchained, came out, and one year since my second book, Wretched Saints, came out. And literally from, I, I guess, even the release party of my first book, I've been getting the same questions. People have said, hey, can I sit down with you and pick your brain? Or can I email you and pick your brain? Or can I call you and pick your brain? And the thing that people want to pick out of my brain is advice for writing a book. And I remember thinking the same thing before I wrote my first book, that I was trying to figure out how to get a book published. I was trying to figure out um, where to write, who to talk to, all that sort of thing. And what I found when I went around and, and searched for this stuff online is most of the people who are writing or putting bits of advice out there to potential authors, they're either like big name people who have written and sold tons of books um, or... They're just people that I've never even heard of. I'm not even sure if they've written a book, but they're, they're trying to charge you to get advice. And so what I thought I would do is, is, is just give you four pieces of advice that are the common pieces of advice that I give to potential authors, uh, people who come to me and ask for advice on writing or publishing their first book. And here's the deal. I'm no big name author. I wrote a couple books that did okay. In fact, my second book, which I think is better than my first book, didn't even sell as well as my first book. Maybe people read the first book and thought, well, I'm not going to give the second one a shot. I don't know why that is, but what I thought I would do is give you four things that I have learned over the course of this experience that may be helpful to you. So if you're a regular podcast listener and you don't care about this sort of thing, feel free to skip. It's not going to hurt my feelings, but uh, hopefully uh, this will be helpful to anybody out there who is thinking about or thinks it's interesting to hear about uh, the process of writing a book. So I've got four pieces of advice uh, for you. The first is one of the questions that will come up a lot in interviews that you'll do after you publish your book is, why did you write this book? And that is a question that you really need to have answered before you write your book. I remember a number of years before writing my first book, a friend of mine who has sold a lot of books told me, he said, Noel, he said, if you are planning on writing your book because you want to make a lot of money, don't. He said, unless your name uh, is Piper um, or, or your name is Olstein, you're, you're, you're Warren, you're not going to sell a lot of Christian books in the Christian market. It just is not what happens. There's a couple people um, who, who sell a ton of books, and then there is everybody else. And so if you're going into this because you're trying to make a whole lot of money, don't bother. Find something else to do, especially the number of hours that you're going to put into writing compared to the amount of money that you make. It's 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 astronomically high, the ratio of hours to money. And I can tell you that is absolutely true. As a guy who sold an average number of books, um, it, it, it's not about the money. The second thing is uh, don't expect all of a sudden that you're going to write a book and it's going to just become a bestseller the next day. It's good to have goals, but those can't be the reasons you write a book. If your reason for writing a book is you want to make a lot of money or you're hoping to be a big time influencer or have tons of followers or anything like that, just don't 
write the book. You have to really be passionate about what you are writing about. So what happened with me is I had a book idea that I had been kind of kicking around in the back of my head, and I knew this is a book that I wanted to write someday. And the crazy thing is someone came up to me, an organization that was uh, doing some publishing came up to me and said, hey, are you interested in writing a book on? And the topic they gave me is the one that I had always wanted to write on. I was like, that's my topic. But the more I talked to them, the more I realized I'm not ready to write that book yet. I'm still not ready to write that book yet. I still haven't written it, still haven't even you know, put one sentence down on that topic, and I still hope to someday do it. But I said, no, I, I'm not interested in writing that book at this time. And, and that began a conversation that led to uh, uh, me working with a literary agent that, that said, do you want to write anything? And I said, yeah, there are some things that I'm absolutely passionate about. And he, he asked me, what are those things? And I said, well, one of the big things is, is, is I don't think that Christians feel free. I remember being wrecked by Galatians 5.1, where it says, for freedom, Christ has set us free. I remember being wrecked by that passage in college thinking, man, I don't know very many Christians who actually live as if they're free people. In fact, the the, the accusation that Christians get is the opposite. So I told him that ever since I was in college, uh, the big burning thing inside of me is maybe People misunderstand what Christianity is, both people inside and outside of the church. And as we got talking about that, he said, I really think that's a great book idea. And so I wrote that into a prospectus. We shopped it out to a couple publishers, um, and the uh, for, uh, one of the publishers came back and said they wanted a two-book deal, and my, my, my agent said, you want to write two books? And I said, sure. Uh, and so that first book um, was this lifelong passion. Uh, my book, Unchained, is all about uh, Jesus setting us free. And the second book was way different. It flowed out of some personal stuff I was dealing with, but it's still in that lane of freedom in Christ, the fact that Jesus has set us free. So the idea of wretched saints being that we are simultaneously sinner and saint, that that's who we are as followers of Jesus. And so for me, when I'm writing these books, they are all about this passion that I have for people to not just understand the gospel and have some sort of you know salvation experience or anything like that, but I want them to actually experience the freedom that comes from following Jesus, uh, the fact that he has truly set us free. And so all of the stuff that I'm writing is flowing from uh, that lens. Um, and, and, and that's one of the things that I've learned in this process is uh, writing a book for money, that ain't going to happen. Writing a book to get a ton of followers, that ain't going to happen. But what happens is a small group of people may get really excited about the idea that you're writing about, and it's a good way to build community. I have talked to so many people since publishing my first book about the, uh, the, the ideas behind the book, this idea of freedom in Christ, uh, being set free by the power of the gospel, that it has, has, has I've got deep relationships with a smaller group of people and not like this huge fan base or anything crazy like that. And so that is um, one of my, the first piece of advice I give people is, is make sure you know the answer to the question why you're writing the book before you even start trying to write the book. The second thing you have to wrestle with is after knowing whether why you're writing a book is to answer the question of whether you should self-publish 
or whether you should go through a traditional publisher. Most people assume that they should run to a traditional publisher. And I'm wondering if those days are becoming few and fewer or farther and farther in between. And, and here's why. If you go with a traditional publisher, you're going to get, uh, obviously, their marketing engine, their publicity machine. I went with a traditional publisher. Um, they're going to get you into more bookstores and all that sort of thing. But the first thing they're going to ask you anyway is what kind of platform do you have? Like, how many people are you are following you on Twitter and social media? And how many books do you think you could sell on your own? Because the, I've learned in this process, most of the books that you sell, you're going to sell. Uh, there, there may be some that come through the publisher, but you're going to sell most of them. In fact, one of the reasons I think that my second book didn't do as well as my first book is one of the big uh, bookstores that carried my first book, uh, they closed down by the time my second book came out. And and those sales were ones that my, my publisher really helped me generate. But this is what's happening in Christian publishing in particular. The Christian bookstores are shutting down. So it's not like somebody's going to walk up to a shelf these days and just pick up your book and buy it. I think that happened with my first book quite a bit. And my second book, there just weren't as many bookstores out there. So almost everything was sold online. And so what happens is if you go through a traditional publisher, they're going to take more of a cut because they're paying everybody. They're paying the graphic designers, they're paying for the layout, they're paying for the editors. So you're going to get a small fraction of each sale uh, from the publisher. Now, if you self-publish, which again, there's pros and cons to each, um, you need to do that if you think that you have enough of a um, a following, enough people who know who you are that you could sell a, a number of books to them. And I almost wonder if that's becoming a better model for most people because you get more money per book, but then obviously you have to pay for the editing, you have to pay for the graphic design, you have to pay for the layout and all that sort of thing. And so it is a little bit of a gambling game. And I wonder if more authors should be self-publishing. And I say this as somebody who went through a traditional publisher, so I'm not poo-pooing that at all. But I wonder if more people should self-publish and build a, a core of loyal readers who are excited about the topic that they're writing about, if that is a better path going into the future. I mean, it's kind of what's happening with social media. You get a small group of people kind of talking about something online, and it's it's kind of cool. It's better than those big bang things that we're not going to do anyway. So, uh, so the second question you have to ask is, should you self-publish or go the traditional publisher? And again, I think you have to just kind of weigh the, the pros and cons of both of those. Um, the third thing that I would encourage you to have is to have a good writing plan. And I can't tell you what that writing plan is for you because Everybody is different. Every author is different and every book is different. And so you just have to kind of figure out what is your best way uh, of writing. In fact, with my two books, the first book, I, I had a really clear plan of where I wanted this whole book to go. I had the whole thing mapped out. I, I, I wrote it kind of like one big long sermon because I'm a preacher, so that's how my brain works. And I wrote the whole big outline, um, broke it down into chunks, and wrote it in chunks. Like it's it's really that book is like a really long three point sermon is is really what it is. And I had a clear plan. I had a path, and and when I turned in my first manuscript, there were tweaks and changes and some great editing from my editorial staff, but not large wholesale changes because I kind of knew what my plan was. With my second book, quite honestly, I didn't have a good 
plan. In fact, I was going through some personal stuff. The, the book kind of f- just flowed out of my personal angst. And so I wrote the first draft of the book. And I remember my editor sending me a note and saying, hey, do you have time for a video call? Which is a bad sign when your editor doesn't want a phone call, doesn't want a text, doesn't want to email you. He's like, can we talk face to face? And he said, Noel, he goes, what you've got in this book is a, it feels like a series of sermons. Um, Each chapter is a standalone thing, and I can't find the common theme. And so we got talking about the common theme, and I, I realized that there was a big, huge missing thread through the whole book, and it was the personal experience of what I was learning about myself. And so when we got talking about that, we went back and pulled that thought through the whole book, and man, I was more excited about that thing when it came out the other end. But the lesson I learned in that is I really got that backward the second time around. And by God's grace and an amazing editor, so shout out to Jeff, um, this whole thing uh, came together and I think it was a better book than the first one. But you should really have a, a plan for what you're writing. And then that writing plan is not just the structure of the book and what you're trying to write, but when you're going to write and how you're going to write. And I've, I found that there's some people who, who they write this, like the same time every day. I know that there's people who go, they're better if they just get focused so they go find a, um, a cottage or something and they write for three days or whatever and they try to knock all that out. But, but I found for me, my best thing to do is to just get up in the morning and write for a couple hours every morning because the morning is just so much better for me than the rest of the day as far as productivity. And that really actually leads me to my my fourth piece of advice that I give people. And it's this, if you would like to write a book someday, every single day, read and write and read and write books. It is so easy in our culture now to drift away from books and just to read things on social media and articles and blog posts and whatever. And all that is fine. I don't poo-poo any of that. I'm on all those platforms. But if you're going to be an author, you should read every day. You should read from a wide variety of authors. You should read every book you can get your hands on that has anything to do with your book. Um, Because what you're going to find is maybe somebody already wrote the book you wanted to write, or maybe there are some people who are going to challenge your way of thinking and sharpen that. What you don't want to do is read those books and plagiarize, um, but go and read everything you can on what you're writing about and read things that you disagree with. Read widely. Read fiction fiction, read biographies, uh, just read all kinds of books. In fact, one of the books I want to write someday is a science fiction book. I actually came up with this idea, I don't know, like a year, year and a half ago. And I've, and maybe the day has come and it's gone by and, and no one wants to read this kind of book anymore. But I have this idea for a science fiction book. I might actually write it and not tell anyone I'm the one who wrote it because I just want to write it for me and then put it out there on Amazon and see if I can get a crazy cult following for my sci-fi book. But, I, but, but every day, read and every day, write. Take some time to write and to, whether it's journaling or blogging or or even working a little bit on your book every day, every single day, read, every single day, write. It's going to make you a, a, a better author. So those are my four tips that I just give over and over to people who are aspiring authors. 
know why you're writing your book and, and know that before you start your book. Really answer the question whether you're going to self-publish or go through a publisher because that's going to change things. You know, I, I didn't mention this earlier. I should mention this. If you're going to go through a traditional publisher, you may not want to write your whole book first. You want to write a really good prospectus, a couple sample chapters. They're not going to want you to write the whole book because um, they, they're going to want to have some input on that. So, so, so know why you're writing the book. Decide if you're going to go with a self-publisher or self-publisher or a publisher. Have a good writing plan and stick to it. And read and write every single day. Um, one of the big questions I've been getting lately is whether I have another book coming. I I don't actually have one right now. Um, I have an idea for one, and I have not been able to stop thinking about this topic for a couple of years. So I've been doing a lot of research on it, but I don't have the book yet. It is just cooking around in the back of my head. So uh, it is a, a book that I'll hopefully someday write. Uh, but I haven't written it yet. So here's the deal. If you've made it all the way to this end of this podcast, which I, I hope you have, and if you're listening to this before February 7th, then um, I am, in honor of my book anniversary here, I am, I've got these whole bunch of these cool Wretched Saint stickers from my my second book. And you know, you can take it and put it on your water bottle and then, ooh, you have a Wretched Saints water bottle. You can put it on your notebook, you can put it wherever. It's a cool little sticker. Um, and, and so I'm just getting rid of these at cost. I just, I want people to have them. So it, it's a buck. Like I, I will sell it to you for a buck. If you want it free shipping, uh, just stick it in an envelope and, and send it your way. So if you're interested in a Wretched Saint sticker, head over to noeljesse.com um, or you can go to noeljesse.com slash store and it'll take you there. And I've also put some copies of my books on there. If you want one of those, I've dropped the price on those until February 7th and I'll throw in some stickers for you as well. And of course, free shipping on all that as well. So, so that's it. That's all I've got for you today in two weeks. We'll be jumping back into a regular uh, episode and a regular rhythm of our every other week rhythm of the Recovering Hypocrite podcast. Have a good week, everybody.